Hello. What's up, guys? Two guys. One blunt. And two cans of... What do we have here? Some... Smells like vodka. CBD sparkling water from One, I believe, is this company. Hey. It looks Uh, very... uh, Very Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Right? That blue? Mm -hmm. The blue that's on there? Oh, look at that. That's a pour right there. (laughs) So dramatic. I I didn't... Folks. I didn't trust my arm that much. I got a thing. I got a stein to catch it in. Here's a little... uh, Nice little satisfying fizz. Chin chin. Ooh, chin chin. Uh, So let's see what 25 milligrams of isolated CBD does. Yeah. When we smoke this this bleasy. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for tuning in today, guys. I uh, just want to say we love you, and we're just pounding this ice cold CBD beverage just for you. A little bit for us, but mostly for, <laughs> for the <laughs> sake of science. You. Made in the USA, we've got these ingredients are exactly what I think of when I see the word one and then sparkling CBD. I would think it would just be water and CBD, but. <laughs> but no 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 we've got purified alkaline water that's i like that okay potassium sorbate uh-oh i don't know what that is hmm. uh, i'm gonna guess that's something that dries the no i'm not even gonna guess i'm gonna sound stupid glycol biological proprietary blend that's my favorite that's my second favorite cannabinoid yeah uh, proprietary blend is always a sketchy thing yeah oh what's next the mitochondrial energy proprietary blend? Oh no, it's not even proprietary. They spelled that one proprietary. Oh dear. Proprietary. I think it's a pun. I'm losing faith in this, uh, and we've only taken one sip. I haven't taken a sip yet. Oh dear. Ooh. I might, ooh. I might not make it to the end what of is the podcast. This? Nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. What is that? I'm into it. Nicotinamide suggests only one thing now i'm drinking what that evil brown that i left left go left many years ago that tastes it has a flavor it does and it's not bad it's, it tastes like sparkling water it tastes like yeah. a club soda Mm-hmm. and it's got a little bit of a hint of berry that's reminding me of like the carbonation is nice Mm-hmm. this is taking me back to the 90s this reminds me of like some like deep cut like pre-lacroix shit what am i some shit my mom would drink you know what i mean my 90s ass mom yeah well to go alongside this uh questionable cbd drink which we may or may not survive um we're token on some forbidden gushers from wow. the boys at uh, boys and possibly gals at Connected. Uh, and another sterling job, as usual. Tastes good to me. The cross of their Gushers, which is a pretty well-known uh, strain of theirs. And then Forbidden Fruit is where the Forbidden part comes from. That doesn't come through so much in the flavor, though. I don't get the Forbidden which is, Fruit. Which I prefer, to be honest. Yeah, I, it's I'm in not the a, nose a touch. I'm not a big fan of forbidden fruit normally. But, and Gushers is some triangle kush. 
I remember, I, I think it was like Triangle Kush crossed with some like gelato cut or something. Like Gushers is an interesting one. Yeah. It's uh, never one of the ones that I've picked from <coughs> them just because that 41 is so good. Mm-hmm. But this is smoking very nicely. They always do a great job. Always white ash. Can't I'm be mad at that. I'm starting to realize how much Florida really has been a instrumental s- instrumental in the genetics that we have right now. OG Kush mm-hmm. came yep. from Florida. All this Triangle Kush, which I guess was the OG Kush at some point, maybe. Um, man, oh man. And supposedly that uh, Khalifa Kush is just a South Florida OG, right? Of some description. Yep, I believe it. So yeah, it and is, that's all the Wiz Khalifa smoke. So you know, that that alone means that Florida has got some. I'm getting skin some in the game. crazy terps on this. Just the juice now. Now yeah, it's sweeter now. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I've noticed about these guys is like it's so terpy, it leaves an aftertaste. Like you are actually tasting like the terpenes in your mouth. Mm. That's not unpleasant. No, I love it. I love it so much. It's like eating a gusher, I guess you could say. Which uh, I've never done, actually. I don't. I don't know this candy from not growing up here. But um, well, that's a million dollar idea. Is uh, edible gushers? Whoa. THC infused gummies with CBD infused gushers, fruit filled, juicy within inside. the gummy. Oh wow. Well, I mean, we're combining THC and CBD right now. You know, we got the CBD in the water. Let's see if that makes us less high. You mm-hmm. want to see how, uh, how it works? <laughs> Let's see how not high we can get. <laughs> exactly. But also, at the same time, we will probably be actively challenging the CBD water, if you know what I'm it's saying. A, it's an arm wrestling match inside <laughs> our ECS right now. Yeah. It's like CBD. CBD season. THC season. Yeah. But that's not a fair fight. Actually, CBD is a quarter as potent, or no, CBN is a quarter as potent as THC. Right. <laughs> CBD is like a two hundredth as potent. <laughs> but probably, actually, weirdly, has a better chance because of us consuming THC too. So. Damn. I didn't think about that. You know, because as we know, so far, what we can deduce from what we've scene is that uh having thc and cbd together generally a better party than just one of them the more the merrier yeah the more the marijuana year the more the marijuana year it's gonna be a hard meme to catch on <coughs> oh oh <coughs> i'm choking on the the terps <coughs> dem terps baby it's amazing I can smoke splits all day, <laughs> but, but give me a real straight. joint, and I'm like coughing like a baby. Like a little baby. Well, I'm not mad at this CBD water so far. Mm-hmm. And, uh... It reminds me of this flavored, like, sparkling water, this blackberry off-brand flavored... It's soda. really subtle, whatever that flavor is in there. I can't even really... Uh, properly detect it but i'm saying blackberry hmm. that's my guess is blackberry 
Because it maybe, reminds me of some blackberry cola. Maybe that's what a mitochondrial energy pro- pro- proprietary blend is. Oh, what if it's elderberry extract? Think about it. Elderberry. Everybody knows about the secrets of elderberries. No, I don't know. Uh, I know about elderflower being a good thing to extract the nectar from, and then you dilute that in water, and it's a nice like spring drink. Ooh, that sounds yeah, that sounds pretty cute. But the CBD water, fine I, for now. Nice. I really like the flavor. Hot like, day. Yeah, it, it's super refreshing. The ice has melted. Yep. Um, and we've just got a nice little frosty, slightly diluted beverage. Um, How do you feel about the fact that they're using an isolate here, though? Yeah, yeah, that's a good... It is a... I didn't read the... the I didn't read that ingredient. Um, I saved it on purpose. <laughs> I think I just gave up. I'm like, yeah, you get it. Whole plant, THC-free hemp oil. Tell me how Oh, that's... wait, okay. So that may not be isolate. It but might just how? be... How is it THC-free? THC-free hemp oil. Well, we made it from a whole plant. Yeah. We isolated it from a I whole plant. I think what they're saying is we don't want to report that it's 0.3% THC. Or... Can they legally say 0% if it's 0.3? I don't think so. <laughs> but there's spelling mistakes on this can, so I think that that, that probably goes to show... Uh, I got him. I caught him on that propy... I can't believe I didn't catch that before I brought these over here. It's the second pro... Second proprietary. Yep. And I was, I was grilling it hard, though. The container so far is the worst part about the drink, though, in terms of, like, the information that's on the outside and uh, the spelling mistakes. Like if they had the spelling mistake, right? Yeah, yeah, true, true. One, one spelling mistake. I'm being uh, overly critical. <laughs> um, they do have the disclaimer on there. These statements have been made without the consent of the FDA. Blah blah blah. Not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent anything. Well, 25 milligrams of CBD ain't gonna cure shit. <laughs> so that's a good thing that they didn't make that claim on here. But oh, had it not been for the can being, or like the drink being presented that way on the outside of the can, I wouldn't have felt as uh, dubious as I do after reading the ingredients. Yeah. I mean, these ingredients are, potassium sorbate sounds familiar. I'll give them that much. Like, yeah. I've definitely, definitely heard that before. Yeah, that's in, in some foods or drinks. But like, it... A healthier way to hydrate. Sparkling CBD water. Well, that's just plain false. Sparkling water doesn't hydrate you more than still water. Does it's healthier. Because it has CBD in it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. Everything's healthier with some CBD. CBD is health. So are we getting high and healthy right now? Yeah. I feel healthier by the second. (laughs) (laughs) What do we have, um, what's that contraption that you have over there? (laughs) Looks like some sort of inhaling device. This thing, oh my gosh, I'm so happy about this. So, uh, G-Pen was doing a demo at the Pottery. Shout out G-Pen. And, uh, they, one of the reps was super cool and was, he's like, you know what, check this out. You'll probably think this is funny. And he's like, so this was a high idea 
back in the office and we just decided to get a high idea, as Uh they say. Um, And, like, we're not trying to change the world. It's just a stupid idea. But we made, like, 50 of them and just check it out. It is a fucking uh, G-Pen Geo, uh, like, little portable vape cartridge. Water pipe attachment? Water pipe attachment. It's a bong attachment for your G-Pen. You just stick the silicone thing on top of the G-Pen and stick the other end into the your 14 or 16 millimeter. Like, you take the bowl out and you just put that in its place. And then you milk a bong with a vape cartridge. With the G-Pen. With the G-Pen. Wow. You milk the bong with the G-Pen. Which already hits like a champion. So. Mm-hmm. I was, needless to say... It went from being like, oh, I can't wait to try this once to like, I, I took a rip the other night and was just like, woohoo, that I don't, I don't usually take vape hits, but right. I was just like, I will definitely. Did it make it more rip. intense or more enjoyable? Uh, honestly, or you were I just able to flavor, get a bigger hit. I was able to get a bigger hit, which was nice. Uh, because I felt like I got way more flavor. Okay. Just all at once, you know, a full, full palette. And they were cannabis terpenes. It was a uh, Humboldt. It was a Humboldt something. Whatever that red jar is. It was one of their brand cartridges. Uh, nice. I'll give shout, out shout out Humboldt something. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i give him the proper shout out. That's, that was a uh, pretty solid. It was cannabis derived terpenes and anything else or just terpenes? Uh, THC. Okay. Nice. All right, but you yeah. also had a, a interesting query from a common acquaintance of ours that you mentioned. Oh yeah. About what would happen if you inhaled terps in a certain situation. Yeah, he was saying. Um, he asked if you were to eat THC, if you were to consume an edible, and then two hours later, when it's about to kick in, then you just inhale terpenes. And get those into your system. Can you modulate uh, THC high having separated that? Which I guess is sort of already what they're doing with vape cartridges. Is like it's distillate with terpenes. Yeah. But like does it work that way with edibles? If you consume the THC first, you have your digestive system doing its thing to activate it. And then you vape once it hits i think this is back to like we mentioned this on the, like the first podcast like but we didn't i didn't take it this far is thc the missing key for aromatherapy huh can you go into an aromatherapy session medicated and then like really be affected by the chamomile in the room you know interesting well i mean is it would the effect that you feel when you go into the room and you start breathing while you're high, you start breathing all these diffused oils in the air, the effect that you would feel would be on top of what you already have from the THC, right? Whereas if you tested it out sober, you would need to do a control is what I'm saying, I guess. Mm-hmm. You would need to have like one control where you go in, you do exactly the same uh, aromatherapy session, same oils, same ratios, same dose or amount diffused into the air just report your feelings yeah it would need to be mostly anecdotal i guess you can't be too uh scientific about it because 
Yeah, like how can you measure? We just haven't measured the effects of like how much how much inhuman yet. aromatherapy studies do we have for terpenes that are in the Venn diagram of aromatherapy and cannabis, and they're in that middle crossover? I know that I had recently read that alpha pinene has a pulmonary absorption rate of like. 40% or something like that. It's and limon- limonene is like 60%. Whoa. So like breathing it in, they are able to test it in the blood. So like the terpenes are getting in the blood just through breathing. I know those two specifically, and I'm sure, right. I'm sure that there are a and these couple are more at least. Possibly in tests where they were inhaling the isolated terpenes. But to, I, I'd imagine, right? I'd imagine, or unless they were just testing the blood for that specific terpene, and it's like, smell this pine tree. Yeah, you know. But I'd imagine they have the resources. If I to had isolate. to, if I had to guess, I would imagine that you probably could change your high. Whether you could hit terps and expect to go sativa or indica, in terms of your feeling, um, that might not be so easy to detect because. There, just as in the same way there's like that variance in how we each feel about THC or CBD, there probably is to some degree with terpenes, even if they're primarily good for certain things. They may have like a level of universal efficacy, and then below that, the next more personal layer of how they hit you might be, mm-hmm. you know, there might be a... Well, it's a, a psych- yeah, it's a psychedelic, you know, it, it amplifies your psyche. Yeah. It, it alters your mind state. What is more unique than a just human, what is less predictable than a human being's psyche? Just like CBD, like we were talking about, I think was it last week? Uh, we said one of the, one moment we were talking about some of the myths, the larger myths, and CBD not being psychoactive. CBD, uh, if it makes you feel less anxious, it is psychoactive. It is affecting your psyche. It's acting. It it's is, acting on your psyche. It is performing activity uh, on your on you on the psycho, which is you <laughs> in this question. Dude, my kid, I'm thinking my cats. One of my cats has been hitting my vape. Oh man, got little cat burglars, <laughs> cat vape burglars. I think they may have knocked it off. So I'm gonna look for. Is this the Humboldt something? Yeah. I've got their brand right here. Humboldt Farms. Humboldt Farms, everybody. Oh, they make vapes too? I know somebody who used to uh, do sales for them. Nice. Vape cartridge uh, for a G-Pen Geo cartridge. Oh, okay. So they're officially collaborating with G-Pen. Yeah. It's official, folks. Inhaling terpenes and eating THC. Can people comment, please, if uh, you've tried this? Can you let us know if you've eaten THC, if you've used yourself as some sort of guinea pig, which I admire you for, Um, especially if you're doing it with cannabis in a controlled way and you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. But if you've eaten THC and then you've tried to alter the direction of your high with terpenes, definitely hit us up and let us know what your experience is. I don't think I've ever tried to do that. Uh, it's an interesting hypothetical that he posed. Yeah, I remember hearing the whole, if you're too high, 
inhale or eat a black pepper. Right, chew on black a black peppercorn or yeah. or even even the smell of freshly cracked black pepper. I think yep. maybe pure beta caryophyllum is supposed to have an immediately calming effect. I will right. I will say that I've heard that and like that that's anecdotally marking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, you're really going through the treasure hunt here. This is crazy. My G pen, folks. No G pen. Well, it brings up the point, the inhalation thing, about um, the importance of it. The importance of inhaling and um, how quickly you can feel the impact of something inhaled versus eating something or even, you know, sublingual, which is effective but hard to administer in a controlled and repeatable way. I think vaping is a much easier way and even smoking, even though smoking isn't particularly effective in terms of like delivery. Mm -hmm. um, but vaping is uh, definitely a, a more effective way and a quicker way of getting your system activated in the way that you want it to be. So you located the G-Pen? Yeah, I did. I found it. And... I will say the carts, um, they do take a little bit of warming up. It must be, but it's pretty sexy. Just yeah, they are. They do look cool, for sure. Uh, using the wick, though, um, I did hear, I believe they're switching to ceramic, but I'm not. I think PAX I might be doing that. I hope so, <laughs> because uh, they put, they have, they've got some collaboration with some great companies. Shout out Blue River for all the fuego that they put out, but it would be so much better out of a ceramic. Tony B, top 100 uh, influential people in cannabis, according to, obviously, the most trusted resource, High Times. <laughs> well, But still, yeah. mad props. Mad props to Tony V. should be top 10 <laughs> most influential people in cannabis, in my, my humble opinion. Well, you're a scientist. An activist would argue otherwise and i'm sure there's some lobbyist that's like touched so many genitals oh are they saying happen. ever i thought they're they're speaking oh, about no, like 2000 currently yeah currently that's yeah. what i'm talking about i'm yeah, sure yeah, there's yeah. still people like passing laws right now that are just like i don't know there's still activism going on oh yeah that's a, that's a whole different division i'm just talking about like active in legal cannabis right now top 10 for me easily yeah but yes, on a political and social justice level, there's easily people who are more important. I'm curious. Yeah, like he's putting himself out there. He's it's a secret, but like everybody knows who he is and I've been following his work for like more than 5 years. Damn. I just dis I just found out about him 6 months ago. I used to watch the Hash Church episodes on Bubble Man's YouTube channel. Uh, I believe they still go on every Sunday, but this is when I had the inclination and the time to, to watch, a, to watch a, a live Google Hangout with people who are really well-versed in hash and hash making and the cutting-edge science of cannabis, like talk for four hours, and I was just a very interested observer. Whoa. Um, they're great. Like, I, if they, they're still happening, and even if they're not, I totally recommend people go to Bubble Man's YouTube channel and, like, look up those old archives because they're fucking great. They would sometimes have people call in. In the early episodes, they had people call in who were, like, 
She's totally random and just not <laughs> at all prepared to be on mic or speak cohesively or coherently. <laughs> and it was just really funny having to try and like milk the conversation along. And oh my god. People getting really stony halfway through it and then not being able to function or <laughs> forgetting where they were. That's it was great. Beautiful. Um, but very informative and like definitely Tony V was like one of the people who was on there who straight away I was like, This dude is onto something Whoa. and he knows what he's doing. Damn. So, was he, is he a host or a regular guest? He was a regular, like, co, co he was like a regular bishop of Hash Church, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight. You okay. know. Respect. Um, <clears throat> not that I, not that I know if, that shows how little I know about church ranks. Okay. Here goes the device. Is it, is it? All right. Uh, so my... My G-Pen Geo is in the suction cup device. Gotcha. Attached to my phone, just for convenience sake. Right. For safety. And a little extra heft. Waiting for it to engage. There we go. You hear the pop. Okay. So, he's inhaling through the bomb. The G-Pen is attached via a cord, and then, whoa. Wow, you got like two big hits out of that. <coughs> it's really, it's so smooth, and <coughs> it tastes like some true terpenes, like. Oh, I'm sure it's very terpy. <coughs> It's beautiful. It's a ghost OG. Nice. And it's got that like, it's really good. You want to try it? I might do it once we're done, but I don't want to hawk up along on the podcast. I don't think that'll be fun for anybody to listen to. Um, <laughs> just because I'm still working off that black lung. <laughs> uh, the plague got me real good, as I'm sure people can hear. I'm sorry once again for publicly broadcasting while congested hey man as long as they don't get sick i think we're good. right that's true you're in more danger than they are <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm long long uh beyond being infectious at this point yeah uh, at least in terms of my virus well i hope so <laughs> <laughs> um, but that inhalation works a treat huh <coughs> yeah that's uh, about Ooh, as solid as answer as you yes could give. From the lungs. That just cleaned my lungs out, dude. You hear that? All those cannabis terpenes just woo. Nice, nice expectorants yeah. that they are. Um, yeah, I, and so it's interesting because essentially this is the same thing as inhaling distillate and then inhaling terpenes next to it, even mm. though they're cannabis terpenes. Which I, I trust way more. I, I really do. I there's just how many? How do why, why do you thirty seven um, terpenes found in cannabis? Why do you or is it is distrust the right word or why do you feel uh, more skeptical of botanically derived terpenes or alternate terpenes? Because the complexity is really difficult to pinpoint. Uh, uh -huh. Like there are some terpenes where like. 0. 0.004 milligrams is enough to like drastically change the nose of yeah. a plant and like 
when you're only testing for 30 to 40 terpenes out of, I think there's a 140 around in cannabis. Some, something in that region, yeah. I, I Why not just fucking take them off the goddamn plant? You know, it's not going to be as consistent, but... Well, my issue is also... So I feel the same way about botanically derived terpenes, even though I would say I still I think that I think there's a I still think there's a sliding scale mm-hmm. uh, like the terpenes that they don't tell you where they're from. Those are the ones that I don't fuck with at all. Yeah. Then if they say botanically derived terpenes, I'm more inclined to be OK with it. And obviously the preference is cannabis derived terpenes, mm-hmm. right? CDTs, them CDTs. Baby. Yeah, CDT. Um, CBD, THC and CDTs. That's what I need. Yeah. Um, but you know the, CDT. You yeah, you know me. Um, the issue is that um, the profile that you get when you have a cannabis strain, like whatever number of those one forty terpenes it has in that particular blend that it has them, is the key point. So then, like, trying to recreate that from a Frankenstein point, like, afterwards, you got your THC distillate, you're then reintroducing that right ratio of each terp, like, that's a, I can't begin to imagine that they can do that accurately enough. That's, especially when there's no, no science on any of it. Granted, you can recreate the ratio. Yeah. But it's so expensive. I've seen, honestly, the, the, there are some terpenes that are incredibly cheap, but there are some terpenes, like Nerolidol, I think. I don't know. There's some terpenes that are just like $250 a milliliter and some are seven. Yeah. So of course they're just going to stick to the top 10 cheapest terpenes that get the job done that tastes like it. Right. It's more about getting high with a little flavor of weed. Like it Mm -hmm. really is the most removed version of cannabis that there is. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of, but there's a lot of expression and a lot of fun and a lot with live resin sauce carts, like we're good. You know? Yeah, that's really absolutely like we're good. We're just kind of exploring this. Like this is very like Lacroix, right? Lacroix weed. Yeah, Lacroix is like a Frankenstein of sparkling water, and these kind of vape cartridges are like uh-huh. Frankenstein's of strains. Maybe they use a drop of terpenes. Maybe that's what they're flavoring as Lacroix. I thought it was. I think if you read the labels, sometimes you read like limonene and shit on there. Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. I know they add terpenes to cigarettes. But there's also a big difference between food-grade terpenes and inhale-grade terpenes. Mm, Like, you can watch a video on YouTube of a cannabis chemist by the name of Horatio Delbert Mm -hmm. do a distillation. Delbert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Horatio, though. Fucking A. What a great first name. Oh, actually, that dude was on, uh, I think, yeah, he's an extract artist, like limonene solvent. Yes, LHO is one of his... His things, limonene, a limonene hash oil, because yeah, he was using it. limonene as the solvent, like, again, on this hash church thing back six years ago when I was watching it. Uh-huh. Because um, yeah, I heard him on a podcast, it was probably from 2012, he was yeah. talking about it, he hadn't even yeah. done it yet, yeah. so he was, like, excited about the potential. Yeah, so it was a theory, it. and then, yeah. Dude, he made terpene champagne as well. Anyway, there's a whole video where he distills food-grade limonene into a limonene that would be safe to mix into in, inhaled formulas in the right ratios. Whoa. And it goes from like a murky, funky yellow to clear. And it's like, okay, so there's a whole bunch of crud for food grade limonene that you have to remove from the equation before you can have limonene that would be okay to put in a vape or safe, let's say, to put in a vape cart. Whoa. 
One of the so terpenes are s- diluents. They're not solvents. Right. There right. are some solvents, but they're diluents. There's some weird. I am not. I think we five. I remember saying this before. Diluent fucked me up yeah. last time. Um, I think we had this way back on the first episode when yeah, we were talking about terpenes. But the terpenes, uh, the scentless ones, are just literal terpenes that don't have a smell. Yeah. So there are even terpenes that just exist for some crazy reason that we can't even detect because they don't smell like anything. And so they're like cutting. What if those are like the, those are the ones that make your nipples hard or, you know what I mean? Right. Give you bullwinkles. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me what that is. I just made up. (laughs) I don't even want to know. It sounds, it sounds problematic enough. Um, Yeah. I, I, I definitely take issue with, um, what's going on in terms of isolating all these parts and then putting them all back together in some supposedly superior or equal product Mm -hmm. to what flower is instead of like this more, I don't know, plant friendly approach, which is just like encouraging the fact that look in the raw form, everything is there. You know, there's a, a little bit that you can do with with making rosin where you can perhaps not lose too much and obviously uh making a dry sift mm-hmm. hash would be great too but in most cases you could probably get a lot of what you need from vaping flour and that's another uncomfortable truth that cannabis has to perhaps get to grips with and cannabis medicine perhaps has to get to grips with is that inhaling is still one of the most effective ways to consume and pretty hard to beat anal anal well anal is <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus anal <laughs> so, suppositories are great too yeah the the rectum allows you to bypass the uh the liver so you can take high dose thc and not have psychoactivity there's doctors that have uh you know that share their their protocols online and they have they they input every time a patient does it and i think there's one lady who has been doing this with patients for years, you know, uh, using rectal suppositories for high dose THC for whether it was Crohn's or IBS or very serious conditions and nobody's experiencing psychoactivity. Whoa. So that's one of the best ways to get high THC into your body. But otherwise, besides sublingual dosing, which is difficult like, honestly, it's sub- it's sublingual dosing is difficult to do consistently. I feel like even if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's difficult to uh, make sure that you hold it under your tongue for the right amount of time. And even then, there's some questions around the supposed efficacy rate and absorption time there. Yeah. So that leaves you with, in line, like, edibles are just way too problematic in terms of conversion rate, bioavailability, and uh, as everybody knows... A lot of products still are not anywhere near as consistent as they should be dosing wise. Mm-hmm. So that's really hard to gauge, which leaves you with inhaling. You know, you were choking earlier. Like, what are you going to do? Eject it? <laughs> no, please, please don't. But inhale it. And maybe let's uh, start to have a conversation around the fact that a lot of these formulations that we're coming up with or these ratios that we're suggesting let's figure out how to dose these carefully in inhaled formulations because the activation time is fast. The 
uptake is pretty reasonable in terms of vapor, what you're getting, what you're inhaling, and what is actually going into your bloodstream. You're getting a pretty high bioavailability rate. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the whole discussion around whether psychoactivity really needs to be something that's demonized, considering how people feel on a lot of other drugs that are prescribed for. Yeah, that was another point our friend made was like, these kids shouldn't be medicated regardless. Yeah. But they are. And he weed, said it really well. Weed seems like the safest thing for them to be on since they're already medicated. Yeah. It was something along the lines of like, they shouldn't need weed or, or cannabis, but the given that they're already being prescribed more severe and uh, potentially damaging medications, it's a much safer alternative. Yeah. Which is like, that's probably one of the best arguments that we can make in cannabis's defense right now and not be wrong at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, shut the fuck up. Alcohol's legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And has been forever. Yeah. A hundred uh, years? Yeah. Not too long. Well, dude. yeah. Relative, in relative terms, you know, cannabis has had two legal years as a state here in California. Oops. Um, still a federal crime. Still yeah. a federal crime. Right. That's... No. I mean, I think uh, it was Uruguay who was first to the punch nationally, right? No. Uruguay. No, <laughs> no Uruguay. <laughs> um, by the way, let's check in with the CBD. We're, I'm mostly done with mine. Uh, do you feel anything? I don't... I feel a lot of things right now, man. You, you did have that mighty uh, <laughs> terpene rip. Yeah, that, from it really felt like it, it feels like I'm inhaling terpenes. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, the flavor that you get, that's on a whole other level to, as to why inhalation is so good. And this flavor is so nice, too, I must say. The, the higher I got, it's the, the more I enjoy this. It's the glycol. nicotinamide adenine nu dinucleotide. Uh, that's what's doing it. Dinucleotide. Dinucleotide. <laughs> ah, cheers mm. to the drinks break. Mitochondrial proprietary blend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's decent, though. The powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> the mitochondria. The mighty chondria. <laughs> some might say. The powerhouse of the cell. All right. Um, yeah. Man. So, inhaling, man. It's, inhaling uh, seems to be the way to do it. But I want to... You know, there's this... I've probably mentioned my JWH synthetic THC days, right? JWH 19, is it? 18. 18. 018. There was 073 as well. I don't okay. Think, I never bought that, but 018, dude. So tell us a little bit about this. How were you obtaining this? This was the Miracle Growth Bonsai Formula, Rapid Growth Bonsai Formula. Does this sound familiar? No. I mean, I'm aware of the synthetic cannabinoid, but not the, I not like the... A, I bought it on a front website. It was called oh, Rapid wow. Bonsai Growth Formula, and it was like a bonsai tree, and it's like, by JWH, it's proven that like won North Korean bonsai championships, Whoa. and I was like... A North Korean bonsai championships? Like, and that was the only... They sold oh like God. one other thing, but it was just like, I bought, I think, $500 worth of it. Whoa. And a friend thought it was Coke. 
I had it delivered to his apartment. He thought it was coke. He stole it from me for three and a half months until my friend finally felt guilty and gave it back to me. Wow. One point four grams short. It was I bought five grams of it. Wow. And uh, I was just like, how? One point. That's a lot. Like, had he snorted one? He has to have. He has oh to have. Oh my lord. And it doesn't do anything when you snort it. That's the amazing huh. thing. This it's it doesn't snort, but you can ingest it. You can eat 0.1 milligrams. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He 1.6 grams missing. Something like because you can ingest 0.1 milligrams, a tenth of a gram. And you just eat it, or do you have to let it dissolve in your mouth? Or not 0.1 milligrams. 0.1 grams. 0.1 grams. Okay. Yeah, I was like, how? Like 10 milligrams. 10 milligrams is the dose. Okay. And, dude, it, it was a full brownie, like a full like you are stoned for two, three hours. Yeah. Just stoned, like pot stoned, straight up, like totally everything, like munchies, cotton mouth, euphoria, relaxation, like it's crazy. And you can smoke it. We would lick it and dip it in cigarettes and then just smoke a cigarette. Just be fucking stoned on this wow. stuff. And it's just Plus one Plus that nicotine head rush. Yeah, that, it was nice. But uh, that's what a lot of like vapes just remind me of. It's just like isolated cannabinoid you know Mm. isolated thc because that's what i feel like right now even though we smoked that joint i took this huge rip and then all of a sudden it's just like i feel that very like a lot more presently for a minute that's what i was thinking of and it reminded me of that how like you can get a very stony all-around effect like it's not sativa you know it's like i feel like the sativa just like modulates and cleans up and refreshes the shittier aspects of thc you know hmm. versus but some people want to cloud up and chill out and run right. out and thc naturally does that you know yeah. that's why it'll naturally knock you out yeah but like it, my theory right now remembering this like synthetic cannabinoid high being like distinctly like weed like totally convincing um but comparing that to like a definitely a nice mild sativa that finishes clean, hmm. maybe it's those limonene and pinene, those like really like refreshing and stimulating effects of those being amplified by the THC, or at least maybe getting in the way, like before the THC can bind and kind of cover that area, the terpenes are just like, nah, dog. Like, or yeah, there's <laughs> like something different about how the binding happens. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I feel like that is, I, I had, I have to mention that. I feel like um, it's an interesting theory because we're experiencing a lot with distillate. We're experimenting and experiencing a lot of distillate right now. Yeah, there's a, a lot of it in the market and it's still probably the primary thing that most vape companies are using. And edible companies. Oh, absolutely. Edible companies. Because um, I want my hybrid. And I need we... my fucking hybrid edible. If it doesn't say hybrid on it, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Yeah, jo- yeah, folks, the uh, inside joke there is that <laughs> the whole idea that edibles can be sativa or indica is most likely <gasps> a bullshit, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but the distillate even that you can get, there is grades in that. There's a scale there. Like you can make really crappy distillate and it still qualifies as distillate. Mm-hmm. Or you can be very diligent about how you make your distillate. And it's still distillate. Yeah. 99.9%? What do you look for in a good distillate? Or how do you detect a good distillate? Right. 
I mean, it, it sounds like a joke. Well, in edibles, should all be the same, right? In edibles, you shouldn't be able to taste the weed. That's yeah. how you detect a good distillate. That's a true distillate. I, yeah. I assume. Oh wow, I didn't even consider. See, for me, it's like if you're gonna call it a distillate, you're clearly using a machine that's operating at a ninety-nine percent efficiency rate, you know, or conversion rate. Is that even possible? Yeah, that's a distillate is almost always 99%. The reason... Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's pr- it's producing at that rate. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out, like, no matter what, mm-hmm. whatever you get is going to be 99.9% pure THC, mm-hmm. which means it's going to be clear. Yeah. And then the tur... <sighs> like, I know... Um, it comes out gold, though, right? It does, and I'll say this because... Uh... Somebody showed me a jar of distillate that a large edible manufacturer that you and I both know and enjoy uh, makes, and it was like golden, but it did not smell at all. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was shown to me like, don't get this on your skin because it'll yeah, fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, did you touch it? No, oh, no, man. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, it's not my first rodeo, (laughs) but, uh, like turning into a wizard for the afternoon. I was, yeah, I was also, uh, in a semi-professional setting. So I, I decided against it. Otherwise, don't mind if I do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise I might've dipped and sucked and then left some residue on my finger. Ooh, I would've sucked and dipped. (laughs) That's what they, that's giggity. the, The old wham, bam. Thank you, man. <laughs> wow, I Freudian prefer, Freudian I prefer, slip. I prefer to call it the suck and dip, <laughs> like suck and dip. deuces. I'm out. Yo, I'm just that's my that's on my grinder profile is just here for a quick suck and dip, <laughs> pump and dump. That's what I was trying to think of. Whoa, pump and dump. Yeah, that's a good one too, dude. Very girl, highly relevant. My girl said fucking Chuck the other day. That's Ooh. one that I had not heard. That's really harsh. I like that. Fucking that's, Chuck. That's good. That's what you would do with the distillate? Yeah. No, I would just pass and and blast. Pass and blast. Blast and pass. That sounds like I confirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I deny and deny. <laughs> Double deny. I don't know. I didn't know. I would rather just not. You'd rather just not. It's convenient. It the, it is super convenient though for traveling and stuff. Distillate and edibles and edibles. As yeah, well. absolutely. Because then you also shouldn't have the weed smell, which is usually the thing that gives you away. Yep. Um, and it just keeps dosing accurate. That's for sure. For like you know, it's ninety nine percent. So if yes. you put in four hundred milligrams. And yes. cut it into forty pieces. As long as you know how to fucking stir, <laughs> right? And you or or you let it naturally just settle because it should, just you know, if you put it in a flat container, it should disperse evenly. Dude. But mixing it into brownie batter, I I've heard horror stories. Yeah, of batches, like very you, uneven how batches. How do you fuck that up? Yeah, like the one corner will have all of the distillate. Is this? Oh, okay. This is with distillate. I thought this would be with, like, uh, crude plant matter. Even distillate. Like, you... There's just room for human error. You're putting... You know, you're making a recipe, and then you're adding distillate. You know, it's... Right. So, it's... There's a lot of room for mistakes in the beginning. And I've heard stories of, like, an entire batch worth of distillate being in, like, 
three or four brownies testing like astronomically higher than they should so if we're saying that it's more effective to or easier to dose via inhaled methods than eating or the the, the it's, variable in, intake of uh, sublinguals it's then easier, how should we be doing it i'd say it's easier to titrate it's easier to titrate okay like, to sort of dosing, regulate to the only person out. that does that is dosist the only person that has the ability yes, to like dose the inhale that technology mm-hmm. yeah but it's it is way easier to titrate but i mean dude capsules man it's the fucking american way it's the western way capsules, yeah that's the way to go like it gives RSO, people the one idea to one cbd to thc pop it and go pop it and go like I, I can't think of a better way. Maybe an extract that you take like fucking cough syrup. Like people take cough syrup, no problem. So right. make a tincture that's like a one-to-one cough syrup. And that shit always tastes horrible. And so make it taste like cotton candy, like can of kids or something like that. Yeah. Uh, make it like, let's, let's not forget that medicine doesn't taste good a lot right. of time. That's what know? I tell people when they uh, inquire about tincture. I'm like, listen. It's gonna, you know, I hope you like the taste of plants. It's like how you're an adult, right? Like you're an adult, right? Yeah. You're not a six-year-old child, right? You yeah. understand that you need this to feel good. Like, yeah. You're not a child who doesn't understand that. The taste is not what's that important, <laughs> right? You need to be consuming um, this. Um, but I've been drinking my strawberry lemonade <laughs> and yeah. it's delicious. And I get, that helps my back. It's good for my diabetes. Yeah, the sugar helps me. When I'm feeling low. When my blood sugar's low. Because when my blood sugar's low, I'm low. And I need to get high, so I drink my lemonade. So you drink your strawberry lemonades. Yeah, uh, inhaling is easier to titrate and also... Calorie-free. Calorie-free. Yeah, I always want to have a t-shirt like that, like, that just has the the leaf, and then it says, like, calorie-free, zero sugar... Uh, gluten friendly or what or you know free like, vegan free vegan and all that <laughs> shit it'd just be great um, actually you could put a weed leaf and say carnivore if you like feed it like back guano yeah exactly. for blood and bone meal oh shoot is is guano not vegan because Ooh, it's shit is it not vegan is it animal product it's animal product right it's, it's byproduct but I thought there were conditions like goat milk or something like that no that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like it could be vegan because <laughs> um, like they naturally produce those it. are very lax conditions yeah if goat milk is vegan i just know that they produce it naturally right and it's not like it's they not don't like, have to be uh milked and like lactated they don't, exactly they don't have to pr- be f- like tricked forcibly into being pregnant. impregnated mm-hmm. yeah or hormoned up so like yeah it's sort of like uh who are the people that don't kill plants? They only eat like nuts that fall off of trees and like fruits. Oh, that freegans? Fall off. Freegans or breatharians? Oh, breatharians. Those guys are that's another breed. They don't. They just they look just at breathe. the sun. Okay. They oh, just, the breath. They just, those, yeah. I've heard of the sun eaters too. Sun gazers. Yeah, yeah. sun gazers. <coughs> sun gazers. <coughs> what are you doing there, Tony? Oh, I'm gazing at the sun. Aren't you going to come in for dinner, mate? <laughs> oh, no. I'm doing pretty good. I'm on my third my third serving of the sun. <laughs> pretty full. <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty delicious. You should try it. Oh, man. Um, 
Well, probably not not that long of a sun to look at if they're in England. Oh, I was doing Australian. Oh, you're doing Australian? Australian? Okay. Then they got fucking too much sun. <laughs> um, I'm over here, Bruce. <laughs> I can't see, mate. <laughs> Amazing. Um, where were we? Distillate. Uh, and, yeah. Titrating dosage or regulating your dose with inhaling your THC. Mm-hmm. It's How just can we clean it up, but honestly, I think easier. I think that uh, cannabis. Well, the inhaler thing didn't work. That's that's a disgusting way of getting mm-hmm. cannabinoids into your body. I think that we're onto something though with inhaling. I really feel like, um, like beyond the scope of cannabis. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like cannabis has opened people up to the possibility. They have vitamin vapes now. Have you seen those? No. What? Vitamin B vapes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vitamin B vapes, uh, essential oil vapes, they're in all the select CBD pens. This is a legit way to get your vitamin B to I don't know if it's legit. I've just seen people using them and buying them. Because they also have vapes for kids now. Vapes for kids. Yeah. See, I would do that, though. Instead of, oh my gosh, instead of buying an expensive inhaler for my kid, why not just get them a nice little eucalyptus or... uh, limonene out oh, like camphor limonene that sounds That's delightful but this is like cotton candy flavor vape juice for kids like Hell yeah drug as free I, and whatever as I fucking but rip my grape apple iced vape juice grape apple iced is that like tea like an iced tea slightly mentholated huh. i'm finally running out of the free juice that this guy gave me like eight months ago he gave me three, bo- six bottles. Three were mentholated versions of three this, candy versions. The grape thing. So I'm finally running out, and I'm onto the mentholated ones, and it's pretty nice. Slightly, slightly menthol. Also, uh, nicotine isolate, not whole plant nicotine, most likely. Right. Uh, with some probably botanically derived terpenes as well, not Definitely. nicotine terpenes. No. I don't think strawberry milk and donut. Are things that flavors that you get from tobacco? <laughs> Unfortunately, are there other plants that produce nicotine though that you could derive the terps from that would be? That That's would a good work? question. Uh, nightshades produce nicotine. So really, tomatoes like an eggplant. Yeah, eggplants, tomatoes. Uh, a lot of the like trumpet plants produce nicotine. Bluebells. Bluebells? Bluebells? I don't know. Blue the, bells, like, if they grow like a trumpet flower, they produce nicotine? Yeah. Uh, oh. That's... I forget what they're... Belladonnas, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, they... Just certain members of Nightshade, and I think outside of that, too. Like, I want to say... But I might be mixing it with cannabinoids. But, like, nicotine is... Not in everything. I mistakenly bought a fucking GABA... Not GABA. I think it was Graba leaf. Graba leaf... And this lady told me it was not tobacco, but it had nicotine in it. And I was just like, oh, cool. Right. I look it up. It's just another word for tobacco leaf in Jamaica. Grab oh, uh, okay. Like Franta. Franta. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. Franta grab. We had this conversation. Yes. Again. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking right. Nicotine. Yeah. Franta leaf is uh, either something that people use as like a blood skin mm-hmm. for something or more oddly in my idea eyes they uh 
Oh fuck, we smoked a spliff on this on the podcast. With the fronto. In yeah, it. and it was not a good fronto leaf. I'll say I'll try it again with a leaf that I'm gonna grow. And I'm probably just gonna have the mother syndrome and be like, wow, that's just delicious. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. I wanna at try all. one of these canagars, one of these fancy canagars where it's like rolled in the in actual the, fan leaf. The, le- the fan leaf, yeah, itself. Yeah, the oh man, I think it was Jorge Cervantes who had the a canagar method in his book that was like a not a dowel rod, what am I not a the book is the, the bro the Bible, Bible, the Grower's yeah. Bible, yeah. I think Essential this might be the same book. Or cannabis you know what enthusiast I'm about? book. It's I, like I, you make a tie stick with buds and hash oil. Right, and they, they like they do like a wrap all the way around it, uh-huh. and it's on a stick, like, uh-huh. a, like a kebab almost. A kebab stick, exactly. Yeah. A yeah. skewer, yeah, a wooden skewer. skewer. And, uh, and then you wrap it, dry it, wrap it again, wrap, cover it in oil, cure it, dry it, wow. wrap it again... And it's just like, at the end, it's just like this fucking thick, like you need that skewer out because everything is packed so tightly, you won't be able to inhale anything. Yeah. So that's like, do they have to do that with cigars? Or is it like even more of an art of like rolling it just tight enough to like... Probably. Because like, you've seen the cigar ash pictures, right? Yeah. Where it's like the best cigars... The ash doesn't break. It doesn't like, come off, right? And it's the fuck? same with with joints, actually, where we're talking about white ash. Like, when you get a nice white ash, like, it stacks mm-hmm. on the joint, and then you get a nice resin ring around it. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. That sounds nice. <laughs> I'm going to roll something up right now. It's a sign of a good joint. Well, all right. Before we, we, uh, we conclude, what are we saying about uh, inhaling and, like, inhaling THC in a medical capacity? Mm, oh yeah, I was gonna say, um, or CBD cannabinoids, let's say, and C- CBDs and CB CDTs. I was gonna open it up to everything. Yeah, you know, number one in space, uh, we probably won't be able to have open flame, so vaporizers are gonna be key. Because <laughs> oxygen. You and your worries about Mars travel. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, bigger picture, dude. It's gonna ha- twenty five years. Like you think? Oh, I mean, our lifetime. It already happened. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, but in we are the aliens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, vaping in space. Opening it up, I feel like because the pulmonary system is such an effective way of delivering medication to the bloodstream. I can't wait to yep. be doing antibiotics, very blood rich, maybe organs. even vaccines yep. through the lungs. Like hell yeah, dude, give me some fucking coffee uh they've done alcohol people die doing alcohol bongs whoa have you heard about that shit no oh this shit's tight don't do this at home kids this is a weed podcast this is this is we're telling you about people that actually die uh alcohol is different than weed you might die when you drink it weed probably not but people put dry ice in a uh hookah whoa in the bottom of a hookah okay and then you just pour alcohol in and it fucking sublimates yeah and then you're inhaling the alcohol and it's just like you know you know how much more potent it is coming direct and how much more you can inhale yeah because a a hookah when you use it traditionally with the coal on top you're like flash vaporizing really so 
fuck doing that with alcohol people are nuts man yeah people die alcohol poisoning like alcohol poisons your body folks don't forget very true (laughs) so you would open it up to everything like let's look at the possibility of using inhalation as a delivery method in a more standardized way Mm -hmm. so you could even inhale alcohol like a little alcohol vape dude how crazy would that be do you think that the tobacco industry might lay claim to this more than the cannabis industry though they'll be like well e-cigarettes existed first so it's actually thanks to e-cigarettes that you can have inhaled medicine honestly because that would suck (laughs) honestly though they're not wrong like because the e-cigarette i was i was there for the e-cig thing i was like an active i bought one of the first ones that looked like a cigarette right that exploded in people's face yeah this one was red this was back before the blue even this was like 2000 and the og shit 2007 2007 2008 was when i bought my first vape dude uh and they've gone through so much like built-in batteries same thing like separate batteries 510 yeah wick to all of a sudden uh ceramic i don't know if it's ceramic vapes anymore but yeah like wickless shit and like going from cartridges and now they're like pods now it's jewel pods yeah like easily accessible it's and but that's from the weed industry the jewel pods are at post packs see that's what i was gonna say i i think like maybe the tobacco industry will lay claim to the origination of it but the weed industry can really lay claim to the innovation of it the innovation and definitely like in the as far as a yeah the incentive and the intention of the use right well the money I think yeah, that's the big let's thing. Hope so. The vape game, there just wasn't. It was more like that was like an activism thing, being like, "Yo, quit smoking. Vaping's better for you." Right. You know, versus everybody's like, "How do I get high in a new way?" You know, there's yeah. and there's so there's so much more money. And it's like and the least new way besides smoking. You know what I mean? In the in terms of like, it's the most like smoking, but it's not smoking. Yeah. It's definitely not smoking. Yeah. So. Um, besides when you're very lucky and you get like a beautiful rosin sauce from somebody and then you get to inhale that and you really do feel like a flower high. That's mm-hmm. what I really fucking love. Mm-hmm. Fucking love. And that is us for today. Uh, inhalation of THC, folks. Don't knock it till you've tried it. And even if you have tried it, don't knock it because uh, it's probably going to lead to some very big things. Inhalation. Yes, breathing. Across the nation. Uh, two Guys, One Blunt, as always, thank you for listening. At Two Guys, One Blunt on Instagram. Soundcloud.com slash Two Guys, One Blunt. And we'll be back very soon. We love you. Doctor. 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 Doctor.